0: Before we start, this episode of Gayish features discussion and even jokes about gambling and gambling addiction. If that's something you'd prefer not to hear, or if there's a possibility that will be a trigger for you in any way, we suggest you please skip this week's show. If you or anyone you know suffers from problem gambling, contact the National Council on Problem Gambling at 1-800-522-4700 or at ncpgambling.org. And now, enjoy Gayish. When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's Gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stop going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish, Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes. so oh, it's gayish, we're all so gayish, it's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello everyone in the podcast universe, this is Gayish.
1: The podcast that uh, knows what's up in its... Bu- the podcast that loves... That's, whose top is different? I don't have anything, Mike. I don't have anything this time.
0: Oh, the podcast that knows what's up in its butt. See, that's what I thought you were going to say. I
1: mean, I did. Say, I, I just thought <laughs> words would come out of my mouth, and I was going to roll with it if it felt good. But it, that didn't. That felt weird. But I. But here we are, and I don't know
0: what to do about it. <laughs> I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Gitz. We're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today, what's I'm gonna, up in my butt? I'm oh. gonna, I'm going to bet <gasps> that your butt is empty. I don't know.
1: Do you want to shake on that? How much money are you willing to put on that?
0: <laughs> and who has to verify?
1: Independently. Ver-
0: <laughs> Is yeah, this yeah. why we
1: hired a production yeah, assistant? Yeah. Verify <laughs> contents of butts. Um, God, I wish that was my job. Hi, everyone. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to KS. <laughs> um, uh, we're going to talk about gambling. We're going to talk
0: about gambling. As
1: but- requested by Su- Super Mick. Stupid. That (laughs) sounds good. Tipsy (laughs) McStumbles. My mouth did that. (laughs) Tipsy McStumbles. (laughs) (laughs) Tipsy McStumbles. Yeah. Thanks, Tipsy.
0: But but first. But first, here's the news. Shut your mouth hole. It's time for your ear holes. News. 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 Okay. First, 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 Cuba. So congratulations to the country of Cuba, which successfully via referendum legalized gay marriage. They did a whole bunch of stuff that is now widely considered to be the most liberal and progressive set of policies about queer issues in general in all of Latin America. Hmm. Um, They focused on most of the media around this focused on the fact that they now have marriage equality, but um, it it covered a whole bunch of uh, things like in in a package of measures. So rights for adoption are included and uh, in, including I thought I saw on a list uh, uh, trans healthcare because because Cuba has nationalized healthcare. Basically, Cuba is the best in all of Latin America now for, nice. for for like queer stuff, which is really interesting because I think that we as Americans have this idea that Cuba is this just like authoritarian, horrible, not fun place to be and like people live in fear etc which like a, a lot of that is true it is really a oppressive regime when it comes to like access to information and and things that can be in the press yeah for instance senator marco rubio how do we feel about him <laughs> great said quote the evil regime in cuba is still alive but it has been fatally wounded um and uh what does that mean uh, just because of this bill y- 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 yeah i guess oh. uh, but then uh, also um Ted, Ted Cruz and how do we feel about him? Yeah, is like super anti th- this and um
1: Why is the the regime the, the regime has been fatally wounded is so is he saying that's a good thing? D- the evil regime has been wounded, so that's a good thing, so he supports this these policies? Well, I'm confused he, by he, that.
0: He's the son of Cuban immigrants and he said that actually in a tweet earlier this year. I I, I don't Oh,
1: know. oh, that was unrelated to this.
0: Uh, well, there was a there were a bunch of protests that were happening at the time that were, were calling for regime change, mm. including things like these social issues. So mm. I don't know. Any... I think
1: he sometimes forgets he's a Cuban Cuban immigrant when he talks about some of the Republican issues that are anti-immigrant and anti-human.
0: Yeah. Anti human. Mm-hmm. That's the Republican platform. Well, and me sometimes. I'm, looking, <laughs> I'm really over. Yeah. My anti
1: human uh, <laughs> stance is like sit at home and there's <laughs> this like take away rights from people.
0: Also, people are in the same, at the same time that people are looking at Cuba, which has this history of like non democratic, socialist, big old quotes around socialist because conservatives love to throw that word around and, um, but then, at at the same time, people are talking about Italy, which is at least on paper a liberal democracy, has elected a very radical far right government mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. in their latest election, and um, so yeah, Georgia Maloney um is is the head of the Brothers of Italy party, which looks like they're going to be the ones that are leading the coalition because Italy always has like four hundred uh, different parties, and they have to cobble together like a government to 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 work. One benefit of having only two parties is like one of them's going to be in charge. Um
1: yeah, but like I don't know. I'm I'm getting more and more on board with like there are all these individual parties that have different needs and they have to work together with different groups to come to an agreement and we don't do that cuz we have two parties. It's just like yes or no.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree it can be a little more nuanced maybe but then like you got to share power and things move even slower sometimes and
1: i mean there's not much slower that you can get than mitch mcconnell just saying no right that's true that's that's the no is the slowest you
0: can go that's true this uh this government in italy is like scary Hmm. so she uh the, the the leader of the party this um georgia georgia maloney woman has not publicly said that she's going to go after things like gay rights or abortion. But, um, there are, there are lots of people that are sort of n- nervous about that anyway, especially gay mm. parents, um, because mm. she has promised to crack down on LGBT adoptions and surrogacy. And, uh, at, at least at one point in time was talking about amending the constitution to ban gay parenting. Um, <laughs> it, you, yeah, yeah, but like that party is super fucked up. So before she took over as leader of the party, there was another dude, Ign- Ignazio La Russa, um, who said, We, meaning members of the Brothers of Italy, uh, are all heirs of Il Duce which il Duce is Mussolini. They're what? saying like, we are the party of Mussolini.
1: Oh, I thought il Duce was like Italian for the douche <laughs>
0: or, or, or the deuce, like, like a big old <laughs> <little> turd. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's scary, scary times in Italy and what it means for that government. And of course we've got Bolsonaro in Brazil is up for election and, um, It's just, it's just the up is down and down is up or whatever, because Cuba's doing this like sweeping, broad, uber liberal, yay queer people, it's amazing for you here now. Mm. And then Italy, of all fucking places, is like rapidly moving right. And, and, and it, yeah, anyway. Hmm. It's, it's, it's it's weird. Yeah, it's really weird. Also, I didn't realize until like looking at this news story, uh, Italy doesn't have marriage equality. They have civil unions, which is the Catholic influence there. Mm. Um, But, uh, uh, is is still largely progressive, um, just not as much as the west of the rest of Western Europe. Hmm. Anyway, tada! <laughs> uh, that's Cuba and Italy. News the second. Great. Uh, this one was sent in to us by Big Fatty. Oh, he, thanks, Big Fatty. Thanks, Big Fatty. Uh, I didn't know he could read. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's from the Post and Courier uh, newspaper, which is in Charleston, South Carolina, and apparently Greenville County. At the the superintendent of the uh, Greenville County School Board uh, uh, had to release a report.
1: Where's Green? Where is the? Where's South North? Carolina. South Carolina
0: okay. had to release a report to officially counter allegations that students are identifying as cats <laughs> and that the school district is accommodating them. So uh, there were two women at a meeting who, a public meeting, claimed without evidence that students were identifying as cats and the school district was putting out litter boxes and allowing them to meow in response to teachers' questions. <laughs> the, the allegations are similar to ones that have surfaced in a national anti-trans social media rumor. All right, the the, the idea is that you can't, you can't let kids self-identify and if we're taking it too far and if they want to identify as cats, then we've got to pander to that. That mm. somehow turned into like, a belief that that was actually fucking happening mm-hmm. in this school district. Yeah, quote: "I never imagined that I would have to deliver this kind of superintendent's <laughs> report." Royster said, "The kinds of things that have circulated on social media and that we have read about are absolutely not the kinds of things happening in our schools." Um,
1: If this is another fake viral thing by Antony and JVN to sell their fucking cat litter thing,
0: I actually would be pretty impressed. Didn't see that coming. I would be super impressed as well. (laughs) Like, good work, y'all. Yeah,
1: such roundabout, yeah.
0: Actually, we don't know that Antony doesn't shit in the box.
1: Hasn't? uh, Confirm or deny, Antony. We're calling on you now.
0: Yeah. Until we hear otherwise. Um, I just... Some reports have said students are wearing cat collars or ears to class, meowing or hissing at teachers and classmates. Uh superintendent Royster said that generally if students wear something or act in a disruptive way, it's dealt with. Parents, please think twice before sharing rumors you see on social media.
1: I mean, are you not allowed to wear cat ears? Like that that doesn't mean that they now believe they're cats, but like uh, I could imagine people wearing collars or wearing cat ears or like if someone's homophobic like doing weird shit like kissing it them. like i could see some of that stuff i mean but people, that doesn't mean
0: people are like losing their shit uh, yeah. over like so many like just rumors, like barely any sort of substance to it whatsoever. Like it could be like your Hello Kitty backpack means that you mm-hmm, identify mm-hmm. as a cat and like going to be ostracized and, yeah. and punished. I, just, I mean, based
1: on what I wear, I identify as trash. <laughs> so I don't you know, hopefully, that's not how we're basing things. There are there's uh, neo pronouns, or we should do an entire episode on neo pronouns because they it, it's interesting. I I've seen a lot on Reddit of people posting mostly. I will never respect neo pronouns. I haven't seen people using neo pronouns actively trying to po- I've only seen people proactively saying I don't respect pronouns. So there are different pronouns than the common ones or even the less common like zim like there are some more uncommon ones that I still know about but there are even more uncommon ones or like anyway there there there's a whole thing there that we should explore so there's like uh, yeah I, I, that i don't know as much about um yeah. Yeah. but i i don't know that using neopronouns means someone like actually thinks they're like uh, uh whatever noun that is right. is being used in it you know like that's not like oh now or, like i am a cat and right. you must treat me as such like that's not what's happening
0: right and it is a it's a horrible message to trans people who are actually trans who are are you know working through their identity and need support and help that we're equating it to pretend play as animals like it, it, it just, seems like the it, kind of story
1: that republicans fucking love right. to just like grasp onto and a thing that's not happening like i mean they don't care if it's actually happening or not like this thing will be something that we'll see like marjorie what the fuck is her name marjorie taylor green yeah like i i can't i'm just gonna like they're definitely gonna see a tweet from her about this like soon you know
0: like it's just yep 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 well uh thanks big fatty
1: well yeah thanks that's (laughs) didn't he said like a picture of a
0: paper yeah like he (laughs) cut out the paper the newspaper article took a picture of it and sent us the picture you you know you know you know it's great yeah it it worked creative use of technology i guess yeah (laughs) uh news the last so atlanta city council member liliana bakhtiari who is the first queer muslim to hold elected office in georgia uh, announced last week that she's been living in a that she is in a loving relationship with her two partners she has come out as non-monogamous
1: damn, that's some intersectional identities we got there. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Uh, Do we know the gender of the partners? Well, and also, so I I think, I'm going to hope, fingers crossed, that Pink News got it right as as she uses she, they pronouns because Mm -hmm. it, it also... They is the pronoun here for mm-hmm. for this person um, in like half the article. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bakhtiari explained that they've been with their partner, Chris Brown, for 10 years before Sarah al Kayal joined the relationship in 2020. The three life partners decided to come out to the world as they soon plan to begin building a family together. Bakhtiari told NBC that the partners are openly showing their relationship and are proud of it as they work to break down stigmas about non-monogamy. Quote, It should be destigmatized, they said. It's a very valid familial structure that people should embrace. Um, Bakhtiari is also the first non-binary council member of a major U.S. city, uh, said it's been difficult to hide the relationship from the world, but they wanted to come out on their terms instead of a political opponent outing them before they were ready. Mm quote this is the sort of thing that a political opponent or someone who has some axe to grind might pick up on and twist around and turn into something negative and we want to claim it up front and say that this is the best thing about our life Mm -hmm. uh bacteria explained that she met brown at a bar in 2012 and was open about being non-monogamous from the beginning of their relationship yeah like intersectionality is just so cool
1: (laughs) i feel like anyone who is non-monogamous has to do this thing where they explain, like, ethical non-monogamy is a phrase because people have to be like, no, just because I am with, I'm not monogamous doesn't mean I'm cheating. Like, they, I feel mm-hmm. like you have to go, like, they're in a loving relationship and, like, they were upfront about it. Like, all that stuff. You, if you just see, like, a straight cis husband and wife, you don't have to be like, you fucking anyone else? Are you, is right. this, like, how did you meet? Do you love each other? Are you, like, there's so much justification that's to go into explaining and teaching people that these relationships are valid, loving, ethical,
0: yep. organic, you know? Yep. Yep. Um, Bakhtaria also said they knew that coming out as non-monogamous might affect their political careers. Their term ends in January of 2026, yeah. but they're happy to finally be open to the public about their happy and healthy relationship. Quote, if people don't want to reelect me because I'm in love with two wonderful people and in a happy and healthy relationship, that is possibly the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Then I'm good. Mm. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh,
1: oh, that's awesome. Yep, that's the news. I don't hear news stories about this kind of representation, about non monogamous representation.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty pretty wacky, right? That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Um. Well, speaking of people, we are in a non monogamous relationship with. Sure. In, in way, <laughs> if you think about it, um, thank you to the following Patreon members: Northern Loon. Okay.
0: Yeah. I'm going to guess Is that's that your drag name? Th- yeah, that's probably not their
1: name. Um and Yannick Michaud. Michaud, Michaud, Michaud. Michaud. One of those ways. If you want to support us get bonus segments episodes we just recently uh last month's bonus episode was about flirting as requested by multiple people. So yeah. uh I I liked that episode and so we have full episodes that uh happen on our Patreon feed uh go to patreoncom Podcast. Do it another episode that was requested Mm. tipsy mcstumbles yeah friend of the show i it does not always sound like legit i can just say that about
0: anyone hot boy from florida (laughs) tipsy mcstumbles
1: (laughs) uh gambling so yeah Yeah. Uh, uh okay i think we should bet on something for this episode but i don't know what like during the course of this episode something i don't know what that is what can we bet on
0: Uh, okay. So in, in the Patreon segment, I'm going to talk about the Monty Hall problem and I'm going to bet that you get it right.
1: Oh, okay. Sure. I Mm -hmm. wait. Oh, I'm (laughs) betting. So I bet against me. That sounds about right. I'm going to talk to my therapist about this later, but sure. I could bet against myself. What are we going to, what do you want to bet? A cocktail. Oh, okay. Okay. A
0: cocktail. Sure. Okay.
1: Sure. I I was gonna say like if whoever loser, loses loser has to, the top. Like I don't know what do. <laughs> when two bottoms get together they play like rock paper scissors to be like rest oh, the top. I mean I was gonna say find me a dick. That's just, oh oh, okay. oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, Actually, you should just do that for me anyway. <laughs> anyway okay um do, uh, do you want to go? Let's talk about gambling.
0: Yeah. Gambling. Okay. Uh, I do want to talk briefly about the history of gambling. Sure. But it turns out that we've been, we've been gambling. Uh, we believe that we have been gambling since before written history. Yeah. It
1: seems, that seems like something that like, I don't know, uh, sex work and breathing. It's just like, and like, <laughs> yeah. what, like MMA, like pe- people punching each other in the face. Like right. these are things that just humans <laughs> just
0: do. Yeah. 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 And non-humans just do some of that, right? Non-humans do? Well, kangaroos, they love to box. At least that's what (laughs) cartoons lead me to believe. (laughs) Um, uh, But uh, yeah, it goes back to the Paleolithic period before written history. Uh, The the first games appeared to be like dice games and or like dominoes types of games we didn't have playing cards is my point right no slot machines in nope, in, nope. in the ancient days um uh, but but yeah we've we've been playing we've been playing dice games for for a really really long time but what i ultimately want to get to is uh, there's nothing gay i couldn't find anything like specifically gay about about gambling and the history of gambling but the, i did want to talk about the history of religion and the way that religion feels about gambling
1: religion also something that humans just kind of do since the beginning of time
0: yep they sure do okay what do you think the bible says about gambling
1: god okay it's like i would guess that christian republicans would say it's bad but that doesn't always mean like the bible says lots of wacky shit so i'm gonna take a guess and say and and say it, it says it's fine
0: the word "gambling" does not appear in the Bible, and uh, there are
1: yeah, they probably used old-timey language like the 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 betting of stones, the trial of the domino. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, so the the, the quote the quote that I came across it it, just, it reminds me of the same like religious at least Christians r- religious objections to homosexuality. Like they're the so-called clobber verses that say that like for sure, but sex is bad, and even those are not without controversy about whether that's actually what it means or not. Mm-hmm. That there's translation mm-hmm. issues, there are cultural contextual issues. They're like, like temple rape or whatever is not is not the same thing as a relationship between two consenting adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that there's that there's. You have to sort of oversimplify the whole thing and then stretch what the Bible says to to consider it to be a, a, a lock. And I found temple rape. Yeah, that's one of the that's one of the things that like like one of the verbs I forget which one. Are, it's in like the New Testament, I think. One of the verbs that gets used to say like don't have butt sex, like just just butt sex m- might be what was meant, but it's more likely mm. that it refers to these sexual rituals that occurred in a religious context hmm. and that that's what's being said. is not okay. Gotcha. I don't know. I it's
1: never heard that phrase before. Temple, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. To... And
0: I'm glossing over a oh, shitload of stuff. Don't at me, everybody or do I like, I like learning this kind of stuff. Okay. So, 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 so this, I'm going to read this sentence from this article. I, they they use that word loosely, but (laughs) Oak Grove Church of Christ has this article. Oh, what does Oak Grove Church think? So just, but listen to the sentence and then in your head also replace gambling with gay stuff, Mm. right? Does the Bible condemn gambling? Yes. While you won't find the words associated with gambling in the Bible, But in principle, you will see that the Bible does, in fact, condemn gambling. Like any sin, gambling will destroy our souls. And just, can we count how many, like, logical fallacies there are in in that that horse shit that I just read? The article does say, uh, sometimes people will ask, where does the Bible condemn gambling? And their response is, that word gambling is not found in the Bible. You will not find that word. But like many sins, you will not find thou shalt not smoke marijuana. It is nonetheless like other th- other sins. It is condemned in principle.
1: OK. OK. That that like if if we're starting to talk about marijuana during this gambling discussion, then uh, yeah, yeah, I'm out. You got nothing.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, they have. So then they go. They go through all of the biblical evidence that they could find that they are compiling. And it's just flat not fucking in there at <laughs> all because there, there are eight principles found in the Bible that condemn gambling. Gambling is a violation of faithful stewardship because like what we own belongs to god and therefore if you're giving it away that you're it's against god to spend your own money i don't know it's like i I, uh, number two gambling ignores the law of love (laughs) there's always a winner and a loser gambling is stealing by deception they just they just go they just go on and on and on and but none of it is like hey the bible says don't gamble here it is here's the chapter and verse it's like here are all of these like adjacent things that lead us to understand that gambling is a sin and it's just it just it infuriates me because the same it's not really in there but we know wink wink yeah, it yeah. is the 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 way that they prohibit so much of human activity and i just just shut up <laughs> just stop being so fucking goddamn stupid well, you assholes <laughs> have you got, hey, christians <laughs> Have you thought about being less stupid?
1: Advice from Mike that I'm just repeating. Mike is the one that said that, not me. Email him, not me this time. Mike hates you. It, I mean, it's it, it's purely our cultural beliefs at this present time say this about gambling that it's bad, that there's a winner and loser, that it's I don't know illegal or, or whatever, and they are saying, and the Bible says not to do some of these things and so ergo it's it's just like gay like we're using our current cultural standards and uh, saying that it violates principles of love or you know finance or whatever the bible says and and that that's the step the human interpretation or the the bringing your current cultural norms to this is where you could make up there are verses that you could say, "Me, oh well, like, God says to love," and so this. Thi- I would say that bills, anti-trans bills, are anti-Christian because yeah. God says to like love people. I think, yep. I like marijuana is probably. I think, like that God, I think God likes nature. I don't. I don't know that. I would assume he just likes nature and shit that's natural, and you know, like there's, yeah, I,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the the circular reasoning of the sin of gambling is is bad the bible doesn't say that gambling is a sin but we know it's a sin because of other things that are th- therefore the sin of gambling is bad it like that's begging the question that's mm. that's the, that's the definition of begging mm-hmm. the question you can't you can't state the conclusion as part of the premise yeah, and yeah. um it's just it's really it really sucks so uh, the catholic church which at least for the longest time uh, said it was okay to be gay just don't act on it Mm. uh they have a weird like sort of wishy-washy position on gambling Mm. um they the catholic church holds the position that there is no moral impediment to gambling as long as it is fair everyone has a reasonable chance of winning there is no fraud involved and the parties involved do not have actual knowledge of the outcome of the bet unless they have disclosed it
1: Mm. i mean no gambling is fair like completely fair the house always wins like that's the entire purpose of it so i don't i yeah i guess you could bet then individually with you and your friends or something yeah
0: yeah yeah that's true that's true uh, and th- then they're also the following conditions the gambler can afford to lose the bet stops when their limit is reached and the motivation is entertainment and not personal gain leading to the love of money
1: Hmm, that's good advice like that
0: yeah that's i agree smart. it's weirdly balanced catholic church yeah yeah
1: well i mean they can't be totally against gambling because the entire point of christianity is taking a bet that there's an afterlife and there's right. a god <laughs> so if, Wager. They, <laughs> yeah, if might as well right yeah pasquale also loved triangles i think
0: yeah, okay. um, <laughs> looking at looking at other religions uh, apparently the hindus were all about the gambling They they <laughs> they fucking loved it they have poems about gambling uh, the uh, ancient Jewish authorities frowned on gambling, and apparently, professional gamblers couldn't testify in court sometimes. Wow! Because they were like morally corrupt or suspect. Um, Christians, we we talked about Christians, like it's, it's mostly mostly Protestants and evangelical folks. The Catholics are you know more or less on board. That's why you see nuns at casinos pretty regularly. Um, and then Islam, um, gambling is haram, uh, sinful or forbidden. Which I yeah, I th- th- there's just gambling is bad, and so is gay shit, but yeah, we don't really know why,
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know it's it's like I do think being gay informs other things of like let people do what they want as yeah. long as the, you know some of the conditions, as long as they're they're of age to make that decision as long as they don't harm people, as long as they're not harming themselves in doing that, I don't know there I think there are a lot of principles that hopefully extend beyond like it's very different that gay is an identity versus some and it's not an action um and so we have to be careful equating those or at least remember those differences but by being gay by having an identity that's marginalized the the realization that society can treat groups of people that don't deserve it like shit hopefully then extends to other areas that make you like question every all the things that are assumed to be a sin yeah because yeah like gambling i always i would societally say either people think it's bad or are neutral towards it yeah. like i don't mm-hmm. think anyone really celebrates gambling or love Like you know that's not how society and it seems like religion is the same way so
0: yeah 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 it's interesting how I, I was trying to make the connection in my head of how like casinos is a sort of sort of like bars and brothels there's this like association with being the seedy underbelly of society mm-hmm. and that's like until fairly recently that was just where gay people had to go to hang out mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and we sort of we sort of had to but also had permission to in part because like we're already outside on the margins so what's 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 one more thing that society disagrees with
1: yeah you mean you mean hanging out at bars right Right. Not yeah. Cas- okay. yeah not casinos well, maybe, casinos. I maybe casinos
0: um but then uh Also, uh, there are a lot of religious things about, um, about not getting addicted, which I know you're going to talk about addiction, Mm -hmm. but like that's the vice, like gambling, like it might be okay to gamble until you get hooked. And then it's the fact that you're hooked. That's bad. And
1: well, but like, I mean, there's, that sucks if religions like, no, I don't think people try or want to get addicted to shit, including gambling. So if religion shits on you for getting addicted, it's like, well, the sin do. of be, the sin of being addicted to something. I don't. I don't want to do this. Like right. I don't want to be addicted to something. I want to do it and have fun. And and that's shitty to place judgment on things that are outside of your control. Yeah. And feeling shame about things doesn't help improve right. your situation. That doesn't make you less addicted to it. That's right. like addiction feels like something that happens to you that then you, if you get treated poorly or someone says you're sinning, you're like, oh, okay, cool. You fixed it, you yeah. know?
0: Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: okay. So I'm going to talk about gambling
0: disorders. Great, okay.
1: Gambling disorders affect 1% of Americans and affects a higher percentage of young people than adults. Um, it Wait. is, hmm?
0: Like you grow out of it?
1: Um... I don't I don't know why uh, maybe young people like I don't know are more like reckless or maybe young people have more like kind of social I don't know I don't know why
0: they're they don't know that they have a future so YOLO (laughs) YOLO culture man just just take your paycheck and put it all on black on the roulette table
1: (laughs) I mean less financially (laughs) responsible that seems to be in line with All these young cat yellows.
0: Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep.
1: Um, It is included in the DSM-5 as a behavioral addiction. So a lot of things, of course, are like chemical, but this is a behavioral addiction. And I didn't know this. It is the only behavioral addiction that is included in the DSM. So other things Hmm. like sex addiction, shopping addiction, I think those were things that were considered, but this is the only behavioral addiction in the dsm-5
0: that's interesting yeah right like i wonder i wonder why or or, or, and and all of those things like behavioral addiction that feels like a weird euphemism for like where am i going with this like dopamine is a thing and things give you dopamine hits and Mm -hmm. you can get addicted to those so it is chemical Mm -hmm. you're just not ingesting a substance like why is that why is that different if it still yeah. affects your fucking brain? Yeah. Anyway. Like,
1: I, I forget which one. It might have been sex addiction. There was one at least that they considered and didn't have enough evidence. It seems like behavioral addiction is a growing area that we realize, yeah, just because it's not a, in, a ingested chemical, there, they're like you're talking about, there's still physical sensations and things that negatively affect your life that need to be treated seriously
0: so yeah. jizzing feels good and sometimes you jizz too much mm-hmm. and you have a problem mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep when you like have to go to the like bathroom at work to like jerk off like just to feel alive i don't know i yeah. don't know what i'm talking about anymore um you need a four or more of the following to happen over the 12 month period to okay. for it to be considered Uh, Gambling disorder. Oh, I'm so nervous. Okay, why do you? Are you worried?
0: No, no, I I don't. I don't. I don't think I do. But I know some people who might. Go ahead. (laughs) Listen up,
1: Mike's friends. (coughs) Who name them? No, no, no. List them alphabetically. No Uh, tolerance. So needing to gamble uh, with progressively more money to achieve the same desired level of excitement. Well, uh, how are you going to win it all back if you don't do that? No, it's, there's, 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 that's one for sure. Chasing losses is one. Following and gambling loss, further gambling to try to recover your losses. Uh, withdrawal. So feeling restless or irritable after cutting back or trying to stop. Repeatedly trying to stop and not being successful. Preoccupation with gambling. So thinking about it, planning it, ruminating on it. Uh, self-soothing and medication. Mood with gamble gambling. Mm-hmm. Uh, shame. So trying to lie or hide it. That's a good, like when you, when you are embarrassed or wouldn't want anyone to see this or like, God, this happens with me, like with food a lot. I'm like, don't want anyone to see the, you know, Domino's delivery order that I'm getting or what I'm getting at the, at the grocery store. Like the fact that the bag is sticking out. I'm embarrassed. And I'm like, don't, there was God. This is, I don't know why this is what I'm saying, but it is, uh, there was once where, my boyfriend at the time left and came back and like the bag of M&Ms was gone. Yeah. And he was like, I wanted some of those. And I was like, in my mind, I was like, these were never for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I like waited for
1: him to leave. Anyway, that's not what we're not talking about. Me and food right now. Um, So the shame intrusion of consequences or time spent gambling affect the other areas of life, like your work, education, relationship. Sure. It's also a good kind of judge if, if it's affecting other areas of your life. Yeah. Um, Hmm. becoming reliant on others for money because you're spending it gambling. And this is interesting. Gambling behavior is not better accounted for by a um, manic episode.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So if, if, if you're, if you're experiencing mania, then the gambling doesn't count. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Do whatever the fuck you want on mania. (laughs) No, I like, so I experience. I don't know. I'm like some version of bipolar too, and I don't know what it is, but I mean, it might just be that. But like, my guess is the point here is if you just are like, look at the behaviors, you might miss the root cause of hypomania or mania that is explaining it. So it's, you know, we actually need to be treated for bipolar versus, yeah, I don't know what other symptom things. I just know this one that causes mania, but like, there are other things that could explain it that is not about the gambling. It's about you are in a period of mania and. That makes you take more risks overall. Yeah, sure, okay. So that that's gambling disorder, and the question is: Do LGBT people experience it more often than non-LGBT?
0: Drum roll, please. <laughs> take a bet,
1: Mike. Yes or no? Yes unknown <laughs> there, i did not give you the answer choice that i was counting on this was not a fair wager nope. religion would not approve yep. catholic this church is, is un- after yep, you now yep yep the pope <laughs> might as well have another reason for the pope to dislike me right so i i looked through like there are things there's i listen to two podcasts i read a thing you sent me and there are studies that say it does affect LGBT people more. There are a couple smaller studies that, you know, have maybe 100 ish people that found that 20% of gamblers were LGBT, like mm. over gamblers were LGBT. So that number you may hear come up. But there are, I looked at the Gambling Education Network, which is a UK based charity that seemed to have, to me, the most extensive kind of review of gambling studies on gambling issues um I, and i didn't i actually looked for like studies on gambling just in ge- not problem gambling just gambling in general and all everything that you search for in gambling comes up with like problem gambling mm-hmm. which we talked about this on the flirting episode with some of the studies that it's interesting that the thing you study like gambling i mean we think of it as a negative thing in society like we talked about and so the studies are on the gambling disorder i would be interested to understand non problem gambling or I don't know maybe that could help understand things that lead to problem gambling something but like I don't know maybe those studies are out there but everything like all the results were all for problem gambling
0: Hmm.
1: anyway some studies said that uh, straight men gambled more than gay men Hmm. Um, uh, this is all from the gambling education network Um, uh, it also said that studies on women or lesbians uh, were hard to find Hmm. that's I mean, sometimes we get into like you have gay and lesbian studies, maybe bisexual people are included, but this is one where like we don't have, we don't know what's going on with gay men, cis gay men, even much less information on women or lesbians. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The biggest study was, uh, that did say sexual minority groups are at higher risk. It was a study of 23,000 collegiate athletes that found that LGB, LGB, people were at a greater risk of oh. gambling addiction so you know collegiate athletes i don't know how that skew like it is younger people that i don't know how that skews like uh, are are gay college athletes is that this is just guessing like i don't know not as likely to be out with or go, or they go with their college groups and try to fit in or or do they need other outlets because they are less likely to be able to be out in a you know athletic setting i don't know yeah I don't know how that excuse it. But that was, that was like a, one of the biggest studies out there that did say there was an issue. So, um, or the connection between LGBT people and, and gambling. And another study uh, said that trans and gender nonconforming youth had a higher risk. This was 80,000 students. So also large study- over two thousand of them were trans and gender non-conforming so you know when you look at studies like you need uh, the percentage of trans people's small enough that you think you need a really big one to to get a good decent sample um and it said specifically that trans femme they didn't have enough trans masculine um people in the study to to say but they said nine percent of trans feminine people had problems gambling and that number was around one to two percent in cis people so like
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: So uh, the, nothing definitive. It's there's studies that say both. There are, and you may see things like I was listening to uh, a podcast, the hidden addiction podcast. There was an episode um, in June, 2021 that I listened to and, and pointed to a couple of these smaller studies that were like, yes, it, there is in fact an issue. And uh, I don't know. I think that's a little misleading, but I guess what I've seen is I it, bigger studies tend to say Yes so i 'm leaning towards yes it 's an issue,
0: okay. it makes sense, right. I just pretty much assume any mental health challenge is going to be greater in the queer community for all of the reasons that we talk about all the time yeah
1: <laughs> yeah i, re- I don 't know yeah, the minority stress I like <laughs> looked up a bunch of shit on like why like more on that because that that is the uh, my, the minority stress theory is kind of the idea that helps us understand why. LGBT people. It started with LGBT people and then extended to racial minorities like black people, like why they have more of these health issues. And it's, you know, a direct result of both the external prejudices and discrimination and the internal factors that come up as a result of that, you know, that's, you know, hiding from people, the shame, the, um, can the anxiety and being in social situations, especially for black and people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, vigilance is a, like a reaction to a prejudice experience. Now you're look scanning and making sure you're safe all the time. So all of these things are the pretty, it seems like pretty widely believed like thing that explains it's not about being gay. It's not about being black. It's not about being trans. It's about these stressors that then result in worse health outcomes and can result in things like, You know more we know that we have more depression anxiety drinking drugs like we we know we're more likely to experience all those things yeah so uh, yeah uh, given in spite of the mixture of studies the bigger one said yes and given what i know about other things i'm i i'm led to I, i i am gonna say i believe it's probably a bigger issue and also but not one that we've that is very widely studied like i don't hear this come up as a topic when people list you know are all the issues that are, that are more likely to affect lgbt people this does not come up as one of them so it seems like a might be an under kind of researched area or, yeah or under understood there's a better way to say that surely um Just stood
0: Do <laughs> <to> the unders <laughs> count, uh, uh, yeah you it flips to up stood. it's <laughs> like when you don't
1: understand it so bad regardless the there are Challenges to LGBT people seeking care, which again this kind of contributes to me thinking it might be a bigger issue, even if let 's pretend that it was equal that we had an equally likely um, chance of of having some kind of gambling addiction um, uh, LGBT people are more likely to face discrimination or uh, less satisfactory care from health providers, mm. whether that 's you know doctors or or mental health people or what have you um there are there's discrimination in group spaces so i looked up the gamblers anonymous section it's interesting that the the gambling education network where i got a lot of this info i really liked it it seemed pretty thorough and explained even conflicting information explained what they knew and they said places like gamblers gamblers anonymous state that they are open to any identity or orientation so then I, but I looked at the page, the Gamblers Anonymous page, and on the About Us page, it says Gamblers Anonymous is a fellowship of men and women who share their experience, strength, and hope. Blah blah. blah. So it's like, okay, even if they intend to be affirming, I did not find the page where they were like, we're open to any. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we're starting off with them saying we're open to men and women. Mm-hmm. So there's already a lack of understanding that there. That's not. That there's also non-binary people, and it's not just men and women they do say quote gamblers anonymous is not allied with any sect denomination politics organization or institution does not wish to engage in any controversy neither endorses or opposes any cause our primary purpose is to stop gambling and to help other compulsive gamblers do the same Hmm. what's your reaction to that
0: i mean i like alcoholics anonymous and and um narcotics anonymous uh all of those organizations i have heard varying degrees of like concern that there's a sort of pseudo-spiritual aspect mm-hmm. to it yeah, that yeah. i that that sounds so much like what those other organizations say that it makes me wonder does it work is it <laughs> efficacious Does it if can you be an atheist and join like mm-hmm. um i just I, yeah that's my uh, i
1: it it's one of those things that seems good on paper initially but but to say that you are neutral about any cause or whatever then would make me believe that you are not going to stand up for, defend the people that are most vulnerable, like LGBT people or black people. It seems like they would be like, we're not going to say black lives matter because we're neutral and open to anyone. You know, anyone who's like, I, we won't, we don't want to engage in any controversy. And it's like, I don't know. That seems like something I would hear like, you know moderate democrats say about like well i don't want to get into this or it's not about race or it's not about this and it's like oh wait are you just not willing to stand up for sure like is just saying black lives matter is that engaging in a controversy i don't know that i i get a i get a that those lines give me bad vibes sure i don't know for sure
0: um yeah i see that i didn't pick up on it when you were reading it but i i yeah.
1: Anyone who's like, "Oh, I'm neutral about these issues," is like, "Oh, that's that's not great." Yeah. <laughs> you should you should have a, a position.
0: Yeah. I I just I just took it more as like we do not endorse the KKK or whatever, whatever right? But yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah.
1: There is also bigger financial issues for LGBT people, you mm-hmm. know, because of discriminations in jobs or you know increased homelessness or lack of support, like you know all the reasons we know um, less likely that they would have the financial resources to help deal with that. So, um yeah after all that suspicion is probably mm. a bigger issue for LGbt people
0: yeah well I, let's just say it is okay like we we decided I mean, we 're qualified to decide
1: I mean other people said yes, it is based <laughs> on their two smaller studies i uh, When I listened to this podcast i did, it's like someone came on and was like, oh, they have this person that does research and this person that does like clinical like works in clinics with individuals and i was like oh cool and then they like stated the two studies that i had also seen so i felt a little bit better about myself that it was like oh they're not like they don't have some magic thing that they know about and i didn't find so i actually felt good about myself that (laughs) i found more studies than they did and, and talked about
0: yeah you're you're like you're kind of a pro at this kyle
1: Bro, I, I mean, I'm in. I think I'm in that thing where like I look at them enough to understand now like the structure and what to look at and and stuff. And I'm in that like, oh boy, I know enough to know that I don't know anything. And <laughs> and, um, I, I will talk later about like even just when you look at a percentage of the like, this affects X percent of whatever population. The next question, what I have learned is now ask yourself but what percent of the general public does it affect how does that compare to that is like just an easy thing that someone may throw out that number and it just that does you have to compare it to something yeah and i think that's just like all studies they will they will include that in there and something that i'm going to talk about later about gay sex addiction (laughs) Uh, uh, had some weird stuff about studies but but for now that's where i will leave it
0: well Okay, maybe maybe you don't like the label of pro for yourself, but I do have a couple of pros that are actual li- pros to talk about in the gambling world.
1: Oh, isn't pro like a code for sex work? Oh yeah, I'm like yeah. grinder or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you talking about what is that what we're talking about? I'm
0: talking about professional gamblers. Oh, okay, okay, and, okay. And um, a, a couple of them that are that are that are gay. So first of all, we could frame it in this context of is gambling a straight thing or a gay thing okay in your like you know heart of hearts
1: yes this is uh, we talked about this and i i like was conflicted and i was and so like this everything that i just shared with you is like what we know based on the numbers and it doesn't help it doesn't help me it doesn't help me decide this so okay i think in my heart of hearts just my belief my gut reaction is that gambling is a straight thing Mm -hmm. i think of dude poker players i think of boys nights where they all get together and they're like you know play their game in the notable tv show friends yeah sure the friends the Mm -hmm. the titular friends got Mm -hmm. together and played poker and like taught the women how to play poker right and any like you know gays and women are always in the same stereotypical clump of like you got to teach them how to do this this poker thing
0: yeah what do you what do you yeah i i think it's a straight thing as well and and that's a that's an unfortunate Uh, association with masculinity yeah i i I, I think of it as being a thing that dudes do and uh, even like my my dad and my two brothers and i like we occasionally will go somewhere together and it's so that we can gamble Mm. like it 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 just further reinforces this it's a masculine thing that you that you do it's bros you go bro out of the casino yes
1: yeah you'd go to like strip clubs and casino like with your dudes
0: yeah 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 so i think it's only anecdotal but um, the the World Series of Poker, as near as I can tell, has exactly one out gay dude. In all of all the years that it's happened, um, there's just one out gay dude. And he's actually super successful at it, which is interesting.
1: I was going to ask if he was rich and cute, but I'll settle for just rich. Oh, he's, Am I in love with him?
0: He's, he looks like that.
1: Oh, I would date him. I would let him put his thick money inside my... Put that the hole.
0: Yeah, put that fat stack of chips right in my hole. <laughs> Look, I'll be your slot machine. Uh, Jason Somerville is his name, and he is rich. Apparently, he, <laughs> uh, as of 2013, had already won a public $5 million. Damn. Just from playing poker. Wow. So. Uh, quote, I just found a passion for poker The game, the psychology of the game The math and logic too I'm really focused on not just succeeding in poker But continuing to prove myself as one of the elite players in poker To do that, it's something that requires a lot of work I have a lot of ambitions in poker People pretty much judge you By how many World Series of poker bracelets you have mm. I'm lucky to have one Ha! Um, he is poker's first openly gay male professional competitor and at least a couple of places that I checked say he's remains the only one now mm-hmm. almost 10 years after that. Wow. So it, th- it, it is a very male-dominated, very dude-ish, big old quotes around the word sport.
1: I was just going to say it feels like the same <laughs> vibe as sports of we just are behind the times in representation and out LGBT people and they're... V- definitely been gay people that have just not been out because statistically that's highly unlikely that no one else is gay but it feels like it's in that same arena which maybe that also adds to why this feels like a straight thing
0: right yeah yeah i agree I, i um
1: also, the clothes they wear, like, they always wear, like, you know, weird shit that's just to help them, like, lie better. You know, it's not about, like, the, I, I never, I would never see, so, I don't think I would see someone at the table being like, hey, ladies, like, I'm, you know, wearing their, like, glitter and sparkles. I just see them wearing, like, t-shirts and hats. Yeah. Like, Unabomber style.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. B- big, baggy clothes, a giant hat, yeah. huge sunglasses. Yeah and yeah. their game face yep yep yeah. yep yeah actually i would I, I would love to see somebody just totally queen out at, at, and 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 dominate right that
1: that could be a tactic i mean like i wonder if that would distract or that would yeah i don't know
0: yeah <laughs> i'm gonna raise you bitch and yeah like <laughs> yeah just be over the top about everything i i would love that rupaul as a poker player so let's see uh he was born in 1987 so he's 35 years old he's from Long Island New York and he talks a lot in uh like interviews about how uh he he he, he came out and and all of that went just fine, but then he sort of had to come out again as a poker player <laughs> to his parents. His parents were like we don't wa- we don 't want this for you. We mm. want you to like get a real job <laughs> or or whatever yeah, yeah. Uh, This article says somerville 's parents always pushed him toward earning a business degree or becoming a doctor or lawyer, but he was never interested in any of those fields. quote "I did go to college for a little for business." I found it very boring, and honestly, was spending most of my time playing online poker while in class. <laughs> um,
1: it's it's so I this is sometimes this annoys me that more people don't um, aren't chill about gay and trans shit. It's like that we've seen so many stories where someone has to uh, be like. But mama, I don't want to be a doctor. And she's yeah, like, shut the, the fuck up and really, do, you know, like, yeah. the, like meeting your parents' expectations and you do something different. A lot of times, you know, for straight people, it's profession. Yeah. But like that, that has come up so much that I like, I just don't understand how people don't make the connection. And it's interesting that like you can be gay and still have to be like, okay, here's this whole other thing. It's about my, about my job. Yeah. But yeah.
0: Yeah. M- Mom, dad, you're going to want to sit down for this. Yeah. <laughs> I play poker, I play poker. <laughs> um yeah so so he said that coming out day was perhaps the best day of my life
1: oh wait the poker coming out
0: N- uh no yeah, As gay oh, the gay one okay as, yeah, as, yeah yeah that the, seems the a little harder but uh yeah I, I mean basically once he started making money like lots and lots of money then his parents were on board right? oh so. right
1: yeah hey accept me look look at all this money Then mm-hmm. they're like oh oh
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. i guess that's probably like part of the fear of you know of why people would want you to. your parents would want you to pursue a certain thing is like are you going to be stable happy you know but mostly stable
0: yep uh apparently in 2015 he moved to toronto because you he, he couldn't play online poker in the united states anymore because it became illegal so he's like fuck oh. this i'm out i'll be in canada making my money
1: yeah 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 which is pretty cool yeah
0: um Anyway, yeah, so so Perez Hilton and the advocate have talked about him and like support him. He just it's he's an interesting dude. Hmm. I want to talk about another interesting dude.
1: Wait, is he single?
0: Yeah, I think he is. <gasps> oh, hi. Um, HMU Set. <laughs> Slide into my DMs. Slide into my DMs. Give me a full house. That's what <laughs> <I mean. laughs> Uh have, have you played like Texas Hold'em um, World Series of Poker Style?
1: I have rarely, and I'm not great at poker. Yeah, I don't know why. I like it. it I don't know. I just I'm not. Great I think at that's it.
0: probably not true because you're very good at lots of random things. Oh, that, like and like games and dudeish sports are like always up in there. Okay, so
1: I, maybe but, I just have never. Any time I've played poker, I've just never won. Well, it's also one that's stressful because you gotta like you know lie and pretend. I my my avenue for lying is always acting like I don't know what's going on when I really do and like revealing fake information to people that then they think I accidentally revealed because I don't know what's going on when really I did that on purpose like mm-hmm. that's my usual tactic when playing any kind of game or lying kind of thing works mm-hmm. mm-hmm. real well because people believe it I don't know oh, the what concern is about me yeah you sell it I do <laughs> I, I do I do sell it I've been acting my whole life
0: okay I, I also want to talk to you about uh, Brian Christopher who is the most popular youtuber that covers slot machines huh yeah so so i i didn't realize that biggest slot youtuber was a category that sure. one could you know rise I mean, to the this, top of
1: at this point we got to have there's surely a category for anything
0: he has 318 million views on his channel as of 2022 and uh y- y- yeah Apparently there's a, there's a YouTuber called Slot Lady and he's he's better than even she is. I just don't know how much
1: is there to talk about for slots. It seems like they're kind of this all like the same idea just in different little, like some have lemons and some have like uh, tiger faces. Yep. I don't I clearly this is not an area of my understanding or well, expertise. There's but.
0: there's also a whole I and I, I haven't watched his channel so I don't I don't know um Uh, but there's a couple of screenshots that lead me to suspect that it's largely like reaction videos which that's interesting like the cameras pointed at his face while he plays slot machines i
1: think slot machines are so boring really yeah so watching someone react to playing a slot machine (laughs) sounds like the most boring thing i can can picture
0: there's um someone that we both know that used to live here would watch people scratch off lottery tickets. There's several YouTube channels where people just buy stacks of lottery tickets and scratch them off. <laughs> like that's the whole channel. Wow. And the number of views that they get is just like, oh, this speaks to some some people like clearly react very strongly to this and want this content in their life. So
1: I mean, I watch people changing horse horseshoes like uh, there there's i guess i who am i to judge because they do the same thing every time they, but it's just so satisfying how they clean it on they cut it off and then they cut their little nail and then put it yeah
0: satisfying yeah deeply satisfying yeah. okay so okay so brian uh was an actor for a while he uh he had a brief 10 years an actor he was in a tv series stock and awe and the listener and he got a small part in the leftovers But uh, he started this channel as a hobby in 2016, and uh, it just blew up. And uh, he posts videos daily. He travels across the United States, visits various casinos, winning, losing, reacting. He live streams his gameplay, which I thought most casinos wouldn't let you do. That
1: seems illegal. Maybe it's more for poker, like maybe slots would be more okay to live stream.
0: He does this thing called the group poll in which fans travel with him and then they all pool their money together and watch him play their money on a slot machine. I just, I don't get that at all. If
1: we, if we just turned our Patreon into like saying this is gambling money, would more people do
0: it? Would more people give us money? (laughs) Yeah. I will spend, I will spend our Patreon money gambling. I'll gamble your money if you give me more of it. Sure. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Our new 3000 a month goal is (laughs) (laughs) then we'll start to gamble your money. Money,
0: yep and <laughs> you
1: get to watch us
0: <laughs> ooh but maybe secretly video it because I don't think it's legal but he's getting I mean, away with it so whatever although in 2019 uh, YouTube suspended his channel due to a community guidelines violation mm. and um, but but the video was there was nothing different about it than the other ones there were no dangerous acts uh, which is what YouTube said was in it but there there weren't there was a bunch of obviously drama about it because he had all these followers and they freaked the fuck out Uh, David Schwartz, uh, who's a Forbes author, uh, uh, covered it and and said uh, in an interview with him, Brian said, quote, for them to turn around and shut me down with zero explanation hurts. And I'm now uncertain about the channel's future because YouTube might just do it again at some point.
1: It's the same thing we hear from LGBT people. Yeah, they they are the same. Yeah, equally challenging things. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what that's what like LGBT people face on YouTube, especially, is like uh, being shut down. They they having to do their own test to be like, no, this is legitimately only because I am trans, and it's yeah. nothing. Like, there's nothing else. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah. Fucking YouTube.
1: Fucking YouTube.
0: Um. God,
1: they're they're like, yeah, interesting parallels between gambling and and gay shit. It's
0: weird, right? Yeah. Um, his official fan club are called Rudy's, which I don't know why.
1: It's my dad's favorite movie.
0: Brian Christopher, his name has nothing to do with that. Why are you called Rudy's? I want to know. Do you though? Yeah. Well, unlike the other dude, Jason, uh, Brian here is undoubtedly one of the most famous openly gay men in the gambling industry. Mm. Uh, he's been happily married for over ten years and has been in a relationship with his spouse for over fifteen and uh sometimes his spouse is on the channel and joins in on the gambling apparently there's a there's this adorable story about about how they met and apparently he used a a really cheesy uh a, a cheesy pickup line his first words to his husband were the first words that came into his mind which were quote why aren't you on the dance floor
1: hmm. I mean I've heard worse
0: yeah Marco that's his husband's name uh, looked back at him and said because nobody asked me to dance and then they danced and they hit it off and and they're they're together and they seem actually really happy and i think it's that's i don't know i don't I, <laughs> i want i want their life
1: you want to be happy for them but you just can't be
0: well I, <laughs> i'm feeling the resistance they're happy and they're gay and they travel all over hell just playing fucking slot machines for a goddamn living that's ridiculous yeah yeah
1: how do you get, how does that happen i just,
0: I just yeah Meanwhile, we're slogging it out with Patreon, Kyle. <laughs> what are we fucking doing with our lives? I don't know. I yeah. <laughs> anyway, those are a couple of, of, of arguably the two most famous gay gay dudes in 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 the gambling industry. So
1: that, that's like especially to have a YouTube in an industry that is non-supportive and have the channel to. It is both very useful to have people that are promoting activists talking about lgbt issues but to have that just be the like this is not about me and my husband that we're talking about gambling and here's my husband and he shows up sometimes and and you know that just be a just a non-issue part of it not what the discussion is about that that seems very useful yeah um yeah do you like when we go to gay bars i feel like i've seen like slot machines or, or things and it always like oftentimes has Women on it like very. I'm like, why in this gay bar do we have like women's in bikinis as like the you know cartoon images or whatever?
0: Oh uh, yeah, well not not like slot machines, but they have those what like like those those video game console yeah. things that bars have. I I think it's because there are no gay specific ones. They're just like you know your standard issue. They think that they're for straight people. Yeah, and yeah. It, but but so like the 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 things where you look and find the differences in the pictures and you have to. Put, to push them, yeah. and it's often like like chicks in bikinis. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, I've seen those in bars, and you've I, I think I don't know if this is a gay bar specific thing, but like, what is it? Pull tabs? Pull or, tabs? Yeah. I you got me that for the very first time mm. recently at like Mad Pub, I think. Like, yeah, I had never done that before. Yeah,
0: Madison Pub has has pull tabs behind the bar. I think it's the only gay bar that does. Mm. I could be wrong about that in Seattle. I mean, mm. um, but it's it's standard bar fair like lots of lots of straight bars have just pull tabs you can kind of tell how seedy and divy a place is by whether it has pull tabs or not do they have fried chicken and is there <laughs> pull tabs? like that's that's you know
1: yeah yeah um it, it was interesting in in um the hidden addiction podcast where someone was talking about they were more talking about their you know clinical experiences and and you know wh- why might this be an issue for lgbt people they they talked about both you know the gays going to bars and going on cruises and other areas that are and and there's like that one kind of picture of the gay person the most probably stereotypical view of what you would imagine as a gay person and then they also talked about the uh, a person that because of their queer identity being more isolated and or having kind of a this mundane life of going to work and coming home and gambling is something that gives them a hit of dopamine. That's a little bit different. That's, and that to me was interesting because it was, it was, it was less like, Oh yeah. Gays are out drunk at bars and you know, out on cruises and going crazy with their friends and more like just a kind of bored gay person that it might be isolated because they're gay and not have as many connections, but all, but it's not that they're living a wild lifestyle. They're just kind of like that, that to me kind of broke the, the assumptions of, gay people and and stereotypes and I, I well i didn't like the idea of that person having gambling <laughs> but I, I like that like r- reminding or thinking about their other views of this that are not you know just wild drunk gays
0: yeah right 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 yeah
1: okay the last thing i'm gonna tell you about sure hit me is a news story from 2012 great the news story said parkinson's patient wins lawsuit over gay sex addiction
0: okay there's a lot to process there um Okay.
1: Let me let's get into it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh the news story I read was ABC News uh article by Katie Moise and uh D Diller there's no L. Deedier, <laughs> I don't know. jean ball it's he's from France. I can't sorry, French. Um and he's 52 at least at the time of this. He was uh for Parkinson's was taking the drug Requip. Uh, like other similar drugs that of, of this type, it treats, it relieves symptoms of Parkinson's, which shaking, I feel like is the one you see, but stiffness, slowness, balance issues by activating dopamine receptors. Yeah. And I should not I shouldn't, I don't know. This dude uh, claimed that he lost 82,000 euros mm-hmm. gambling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was demoted at work. He became addicted to gay sex and Risky Sexual Encounters.
0: Great, okay.
1: And this is heavy. This sounds
0: like a lot of fun. I know, that, I know that that's not where you're going with this, but like. Let me read the next okay. two <laughs> things. As
1: if on cue. Great. <laughs> I don't, uh, brace yourself or sure. skip ahead a few minutes if you need to, if, you, if you're worried. He also says he was raped and he was attempted suicide eight times.
0: Oh, God, okay. So Less fun now.
1: Just. A little less fun. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Uh, so, in this challenge that this drug caused these things, he won oh. and was awarded almost 200,000 euros in damages.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: His wife accompanied him at the ruling. Okay. Which I was surprised when the article said that word about this. Apparently,
0: if they're French, then like maybe you know, oh, there's more down with shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. His French, his, his super chill French wife. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Who was like probably beautiful, and you know they did whatever they wanted anyway. Uh, apparently, he's not the only one. Other people have sued uh, for because of their reaction to this kind of drug and. It is an issue, apparently. one study said that, okay, this is what I was like referencing earlier. There was a study that the article pointed to, and I clicked on the study, and it was the they cl- they like referenced the wrong study that did not have the same numbers they had, which oh. was like so they referenced the wrong thing, and they said seventeen percent in one study, seventeen percent of people who take this kind of medication exhibit impulse control disorder. Mm. But then when you look at the when you find when you ignore the link they actually had and find the real study that was being referenced 7% of people who were not taking this medication were had impulse control disorder. Like, so of this group, it's like, yes, that is much bigger. Also it's, it's not 17% versus 0%. It's 17% compared to 7%. Sure. Okay. Um, the, the study they actually linked to said 7% of people experienced impulse control disorder. So studies. Yeah. Boy, that came up a lot when doing this. Anyway, in uh, 2005, after he had already been taking the medication, the company that he sued added these kinds of risks to their medication. But I sounds like
0: what may cause gambling, but sex may cause
1: lots of gay shit. That's the part that that it. It sucks. This clearly see. I didn't realize this clearly seems like a real issue, a potential side effect of taking this kind of medication. Yeah. And you're treating Parkinson's like the it, like you uh, to have any kind of relief from those symptoms. It seems like it's worth taking some big risks to. And yeah. uh, people were saying like the 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 risk of these is relatively low. So like, but did it cause his gay sex? Is right. like yeah. you know <laughs> I don't want to downplay the other <laughs> symptoms and that it, that was real, but it and gambling makes sense that risky behavior impulse control disorder because of this did the medication I, make him gay
0: uh yeah i mean it's a great question i because there's also does prison make you gay mm. right like there's and it, it's not that simple either like i doubt very much that there's a pill that you could give somebody and make them gay or like i would be roofying a lot of celebrities <laughs> but, but 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 like the, the <clears throat> what jesus christ <laughs> uh, so the the question the question is uh, was there some latent homosexuality in there that then like the sex addiction let that out or is it dudes are kind of slutty and like he w- wanted to get his nut on and like it's easier to do that with dudes. So like it wasn't for him, but he still went there anyway because of access.
1: Yeah. I think a lot about straight guys having gay sex and <laughs> not, like, it's not, but I, I think about like, there are a lot of people that think that your behavior defines your identity. And so I very much believe in that's not true. And maybe some people that like have sex with other men are just gay and and can't admit it or are bi or pan and and not admitting it, yeah. but there is some percentage of people I think that are just like you know what getting your dick sucked feels good yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, you know what it feels and I even though I'm not attracted to you this human like this is a good feeling so I think there's a chance that like you're saying like maybe it's just like I, I don't know and maybe with impulse control it's like maybe that would up that the chances of it being like uh, anyone like just right i want to feel good and and it's easier for me to have i just i just think that's probably like the more rare person no you know yeah maybe yeah
0: it's interesting yeah
1: well that's a story about gambling and gay sex and caused by drugs
0: great (laughs) (laughs) let's 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 wrap up with just like our own you said you don't like slot machines what do you like um, or, I, or do you like gambling at all? Like,
1: gambling is one of those things that I've done
0: rarely. You're, you're a pretty frugal person. I think of you as a frugal person anyway, and like in gambling is just pissing away money.
1: I am. I'm a smart person okay. is the way I would phrase it. Great. I, I uh, um, it's, but it's not pissing away money. If depending on, how, I think so many people look at it very stupidly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I'm going to spend money to have an entertaining experience and you can spend a lot of money on a trip. On going to a concert, yep. on I don't know hiring a sex worker. You can there are lots of ways you can spend money in entertainment, and you got to go in just being like I'm a, assuming that I'm going to lose all this money, and I'm paying for an entertaining experience. Yep, I think I I do not a lot of people view it like that, and I think it's risky and silly, and uh, but I I don't know. So yep. I also think defining the amount that you're going to go into it spending no matter what that is and not going back for more, Yeah, um, which I say all of this i say, and I've done the, like these things. So right. it's not, you know, I am not, I'm only a little better than you, not co- totally better than you, you know, yep. but it's all money that I've had to, to lose. And yeah, I think uh, slot machines are boring. I'm too scared to sit down at the, the, t- any kind of table. If I did, it would probably be blackjack. Cause mm. that I like, I can feel like I have a decent guess and could play it and have fun playing it and you know would know when I'm taking a risk and you know it'd be fun and we also um, in preparation for your birthday one year Mm -hmm. like you taught everyone how to play the com game Craps. Craps. Yep.
0: (laughs) The cum game. You know, it's just, it's right there. It's so big. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
1: It just has a big cum on it.
0: (laughs) Multiple big cums. So many big cums on it. (laughs) And
1: so for some reason I identify with
0: that. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Sure.
1: So I have fun doing it. I'm, you know, other things like my anxiety around messing up or not knowing what I'm doing can maybe prevent me, which I appreciated the like, you know, both the social like preparation and like the knowledge going into it. I actually, for one birthday, it was like my thirtieth birthday or something, thirty second. I don't know. Something was like, I want to all go gambling, hmm. and we went there, and I like got drunk, gambled, smoked a cigar, oh. <laughs> like I stayed up late, spent the night there. Yeah,
0: it's your straightest forever. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So yeah, yeah. it's a rare thing, but I enjoy it. Hmm. What about you?
0: I mean, I I, I like to gamble. I, I also. Think of myself in the same vein that you just described of like I go in with a budget and i I just consider that money is gone, yeah. and then if I end up leaving with money more than zero, great, yeah, you know, and I have won before, and it's always fun as far as like games i I, I play a lot of craps, I used to play more uh craps than than I have lately lately it's been Gao uh Gao poker, Ooh. which. Uh, I like the pace of that game, and you you get to touch the cards and move them around, so it feels more active mm. than like other kinds of games. I also like craps for the same reason, right? Like you're moving chips around yeah. and throwing stuff, and like then you you get to like handle the dice. Uh, there's there's something more physical. To it than a lot of other games that seem to be just like you sit there and the dealer turns shit over and like you find your your fate. Right? I
1: think that's what I the stuff I don't like like um uh, slots and the um the wheel yeah the, roulette the, uh, no the wheel Back of um, <laughs> nope oh. <laughs> roulette okay. just, it's yeah. called the wheel <laughs> okay <laughs> Pat Zajac hosts the wheel Great. um on your local gambling floor like those just yeah I'm just gonna like guess a random thing and then it's yes or no and that's the end of it I like something I, I know that everything it's the house always wins but like but something that feels like I'm making some decisions or get to be involved, not just, Hey, we're going to do this random chance thing. Yep. Like when I see that's why I think it's so boring to play slots. Like I just see someone pulling something. They see if they won or not. They oftentimes don't even understand what I asked someone once, like, what do you need to get? And she's like, I don't know. Yeah. I was like, okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's it's cool. Like there's animation and there's light splashing and they're playing a happy song. And you're like,
1: fuck yeah. I'm amazing, yeah. but yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I did though. Like uh, someone, I, uh, the most recent time I went was with our favorite fag sag, Doug Inkoviak, and Koviak and a group of his friends and one, uh, one of the women there wanted to do slots. She loves slots. So I just like sat down with her. I got like some small amount, like 20 bucks and it was something I was, I, I won. And so I was up like it was something I, and now I, and I stopped immediately cause I was like, it'd be fun to leave gambling knowing I was up. Like how often do you leave sure. saying like, Oh, I made, you know, 200% of my money. And I was like, oh, I'm going to leave just so I have like, I once, got this percentage and then I forget what percentage that was. So it d- it was like pretty useless <laughs> that I did that, but I just thought it was fun to stop and be like I'm up.
0: Yeah, for sure. It is, it does feel good to be able to say that. Yeah. And there's also this weird like you forget all the times that you've lost money. <laughs> yeah. There are
1: so many fallacies that like uh, statistics is uh, like uses gambling and a lot of gambling things as Cases where people's like incorrect beliefs or just like what you assume happens is just not true. Mm-hmm. Like that, mm-hmm. there streaks. People are like, "Oh, well, it's you know, I've lost a whole bunch, so I have my luck has to be coming back around." Like that's not how that works. Yeah. If you flip a coin and it gets heads one times, it's not more likely to be tails the next time. It's the odds stay the same every single time, and that's like one of the things that we learned in statistics. And
0: yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Remember you said that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's I, I okay, another weird parallel that I'm thinking of just now is like my gut instinct on this is that if I lose a bunch I have to start winning or if I win a bunch then I might start losing. Like there are these gut beliefs that we have yep. and they're wrong. Yep. And it they I don't know. I the, it reminds me of gay shit because like the thing just believing something or, Oh, this just feels true. I think it's important to question that. And I think some of those things that are less pressure, less about a person's identity and more just like, this is a statistical thing that has an answer and your instinct is wrong. I think that's a useful example or useful time to, to show people that just your gut isn't always right. Your instincts about things are right. Human nature And I don't, plus what society trains you is not always right.
0: Yep. Yep. Well, and I I find myself when I'm gambling, doing some of those things anyway. Mm. Like I, I absolutely rationally know streaks aren't a thing. Like you can look at the roulette. The roulette wheel always has like the past results on it, Mm. which is brilliant because none of that affects at all what the next spin is. It's been read 42 times in a row. It could be red again. Yeah. In fact, there's a almost fifty percent chance that it's going to be red again. Yeah, yeah, that streak doesn't matter. That's not how fucking math works. And yeah. yet, I would walk up to that table and I would absolutely bet black. Just, Same. And it's it, it's hard to break ourselves of those sort of just instinctual bullshit things, even when we know that they're wrong. So yeah, like, yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Which I mean, that doesn't that like there's almost something nice about that. Like, gives you a little bit of a break of your instincts on things control a lot and, and the conflicting, I logically know this is incorrect and still I'm going to act in a different way. Like, I don't know. There, there's a little bit of a uh, reminds you how much instincts and gut beliefs and that it's okay for those things to happen. You know, it's, that's human for those things to happen. And, you know, I don't know there's something a little bit almost relieving about knowing that that's just okay.
0: Would it be better to not know? now you have me wondering because when i do them anyway and then i feel bad about myself because i think i actually know better and yet still think that way and then i feel bad about myself the person that doesn't even know the way the probability statistics works they don't have to feel bad about themselves
1: no they can be like (laughs) what but i was so likely to win because of this and then they god i want to be like (sighs) ignorant yeah i want to be dumb Did you say we're dumb before Christians? God, I want to be Christian. Yeah, It's going to be dumb. That's a hot name. Yeah. That is a hot name. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I, I do think there's a burden of like knowing this thing. And I don't know. I think that's also the same thing of like, I'm going to do this thing that I know is wrong and I'm going to have it because it's fun to do this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I but I hear you. Like, I that just seems like a symptom of overthinking, or and or anxiety, and or you know, I don't know. Like, welcome to my brain. Kyle. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I would absolutely do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so did we do it? We talked about gambling. We talked about gambling. We did something.
0: Yeah, we did a thing. We did a thing <laughs> for several minutes. We didn't.
1: <laughs> what I say to all the dudes I date. Um, right. Right. We didn't talk about like lesbians at all like i said there were no studies on it but uh, i guess I i'll just mention like i uh, went because i think of it as a, as a dude thing i would think lesbians also would and kind of dude thing that's like a dude bro thing i would also think of as lesbians being like there'd be a certain kind of butch lesbian that's like yeah i'm gonna play poker and she like you know drives a truck and like well yeah you know has a hat and bad clothes on and post up at a bar and
0: Counterpoint: While we're invoking stereotypes, lesbians don't like to leave their house, mm. <laughs> you have to leave to go to the casino mm. if you're going to yep, do that. Yep, yep,
1: it does take place <laughs> outside of your home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> online gambling.
0: Yep, online gambling. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, so should we take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Great, let's take a break. <laughs> I was going to do a gambling joke, and I don't have any. No, that's okay. Heartache. <laughs> part where mike and Kyle take a break so are we back
1: we're back we're back <laughs> hallelujah come on down it's raining <laughs> us uh we're gonna do our gays stratus. we're gonna
0: do our gays stratus, but first you motherfuckers Ooh. we did not win the podcast awards i quit not really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna. I was gonna pretend to quit. I was gonna pretend to quit and then do I a thought, whole thing. Oh, and you decided like, not to. Do I decided that? not to do that. Like it's just. It's too. That's that's too. Cruel. I thought that
1: was a great, gonna be our Anthony JVN viral moment. Oh, that, I, that we tricked people into thinking you were quitting. I
0: mean, you're editing. You that's could, true. You're...
1: There's still time. <laughs> we can play this as the Easter egg at the very end, so people don't know. The people that care will know. Yeah, I don't know if I care that. Much.
0: I don't either. Oh, okay. A- anyway. Yeah. Uh, we did not win, unfortunately, yet again, Derek and Romaine won our nemesis, our mm-hmm. arch rivals. Mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations. congratulations Derek and Romaine, Romaine. You.
1: Of the Derek and Romaine network, sponsored by Derek and Romaine.
0: Lesbian and her friend. Um.
1: <laughs> shit we say we like, shit we say gets back to them. I'm sure they don't listen, but like, we have enough listeners that like, will, <laughs> like, like, yeah. 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 Tell and, them. I want to tell them. I, in all honesty, I despise you.
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, yeah, okay. Our website is gayish Wait, wait are, I thought you
1: were going. Uh, oh, well, okay. Coming, um, yeah, I didn't know what do order. It now. Do it now. Uh,
0: okay, great. So, also, uh, we are having a coming out party for National Coming Out Day. If you've always thought to yourself, "Hey, I'd like to come out, but I'm not quite ready to do it to like the whole world in my real life." Come do it virtually with a group or of super supportive people.
1: Or if you've done it and maybe because you constantly have to come out, you still like just doing it once isn't enough. If you want, you know, support and and practice, if you want to come out to more people. Yeah. Like I said, in a supportive way.
0: Yep. We want everyone to come to happy hour on National Coming Out Day. That is October the 11th. That's a Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific time. We will be putting a Zoom link out on all of our socials and uh i
1: will put the facebook invite in the show notes great getting better at show notes i don't i never it's hard to tell what is useful in show notes and what people want so if you if you're at this point in the episode if you've gotten all the way here and you have an opinion let me know because i don't know what's yeah but check the show notes for our invite and say you're interested
0: yeah we want the whole community to show up but uh we will we will give we'll give uh Preference right. to those people who want to come out for the first time, but uh we'll have everybody share their coming out story and have a beverage and it'll be it'll be a grand old time so yeah.
1: uh
0: yeah, that's this coming Tuesday at six p m Pacific time. Hopefully see you there awesome. Our website is gagepodcast
1: We are on social's uh most active communities that you can join our discord and a Facebook group and spaces. Or follow us at Gayish Podcast.
0: Our hotline—you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails—is five eight five five Gayish. That's five eight five five four two nine four seven four. Standard rate apply. Hey, uh, hey. Uh, we're going to be doing a mom's plaining here in a, a, a week or two, so um, call in and, and uh, ask ask mom some questions. She, us, she'll answer them.
1: Yeah, leave us your mail. Um that's what we should have bet on. Uh our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com.
0: And our physical mailing address is post office box one nine eight eight two Seattle, Washington nine eight one oh nine. Oh my god, I just totally forgot. Ooh. Local gay bar Review. Ooh. Gonna do it real fast. Uh so uh I was in London and uh hit up a couple of places, but I particularly wanted to talk about Comptons. And Comptons is cool for a couple of reasons. First, there's a fuck Wait. ton of people in there. What
1: compton's cafeteria riot was a lgbt but i think that was in los Dua. angeles uh, okay I think. okay yeah, not
0: that same place okay, but okay. Um, then i care less well okay <laughs> uh uh first it was it was quite busy in there which i which i enjoyed because i i had gone to gay and it was just mm-hmm. the timing was off there was there weren't very many people in there um, but also there's a wide diversity of people in there. I saw lots of different body types. I saw lots of different uh, races. I saw a, a good mixture of of, of folks. Um, and I, I really appreciated appreciated that. God, was, when
1: I walk in and it's just all like white kind of buff, well-dressed dudes, I'm like, oh, man, I made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, I feel so much more comfortable at the bars you're talking about.
0: Yep, absolutely. Uh, and then um there's this really awesome staircase that has this huge ass chandelier that I loved. I just thought it was so great and like rainbow Aww. like cloth around. And um uh went upstairs, had a cocktail, it was great. Kelly tried to hook me up with a dude and I was I was too oblivious to know that he was trying to hit on me. That mm. was it was bad. Anyway, I really, really liked that bar a whole bunch, and would love to spend more time there the next time I'm in London. Four dildos, out of five. Why? What
1: does what does a bar does a bar have to suck your dick and butt to get a five? Mm, I have a four and a half
0: dildos coming up here in a couple of weeks, so so
1: what does it have to do? Or are you one of those people that's like, I will never give out a five because
0: I, I, that's I'm, perfect and I'm, nothing can be perfect? I mean, maybe I have to get bit by a stripper. You never know. <laughs> no, I do know. That, that doesn't <laughs> earn you. <laughs> uh, ready for Gaius Astratus? Yeah. Okay.
1: I'll do a listeners first because we talked about the coming out event uh kind of well timed uh we got an email from dave another email from dave uh who i will not read the full thing but dave emailed uh his gayest and straightest uh straightest buying five different kinds of protein bars after going to the gym thursday night (laughs) that's yeah that's um uh that's bro level um gayest I lied. Going to the gym was just the cover story I told my family while I went to see Bros. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was surprised to find out that my this episode sponsored by Bros. It's not. <laughs> I've just seen ads it. uh, for that fucking everywhere. Yep. Um, are you going to see that movie? I would like That's to. Like a, yeah, sure. me too. That seems like a cultural, like a... So many movies these days, like going to the theaters is because you're like voting to that we need to keep making movies like that, which is like... Yep. It's surely a marketing tactic. Any I just write a
0: check. Yeah. Dear (laughs) bros. Here's my seven. Or How much do movies cost? Here's my
1: $15. (laughs) I support you. Don't make me leave. (laughs) Um, I was surprised. This is back to the email. I was surprised to find out that my local theater was playing the movie at all people around here tried to boycott The Beauty and the Beast in 2017 and some walked out of the theater after two men kissed in a Marvel movie. Oh great. God, sure. that shit's like it sucks when you like you just you see something basic like that and you're like I now have a reading on how what this environment is like fucking sucks cuz yeah. I made sure to buy my ticket with no human contact whatsoever lest anyone find out I was seeing a gay rom-com. Luckily there was basically no one there. There were only four other people seeing bros, all ostensibly gay men. I was really nervous walking into the theater, but was so happy walking out. I couldn't stop smiling on my way home. The movie was so good. It gave me all the feels. Um, it was a good experience. I just can't tell anyone in real life. Thanks for providing me a space to be the real me. Um, and Dave is also, I think, on episode 211. So, hey, Dave. What? Welcome to the year twenty twenty three. Maybe yeah. when you get here. <laughs> I don't know when you're gonna get here, but it's gonna be a while and you know, I don't know. Here you here you are. <laughs>
0: we need the time cave. Yeah. Like,
1: absolutely. Um thanks for the email. Yeah. That's cute. That reminds me of seeing uh, Brooke when I, I was in, in the closet Did embarrassed you sneak in? and I, I yeah. well I yeah, I like I don't think we could do things on the internet, but I was like, I'm gonna go see this. And I drove to a far out place, so I mm. yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. but for me my gayest is uh right now all my bathroom towels match the towel the hand towel the 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 floor towel um you know i i like buy new cute towels that to match the decor but then i keep the old one so every now and then it's like this is a dark blue and a light blue towel that like don't seem like they coordinate at all but at this point in time they're all the cute light blue ones
0: that's awesome it's so so coordinated (sighs) feels good yeah yeah. It feels gay.
1: Um, the straightest <laughs> is I am very excited that fall is here. I dislike the summer and gays are supposed to like summer and sun and like being outdoors and beaches and stuff. And I don't like any of that. So I yeah. I don't, although like this is a little bit straightest. I don't let, I don't care about pumpkin anything mm. um, or, or um, um, uh, 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 dick pants. What are they called? Sweatpants. <laughs>
0: dick pants. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> so it's not for that. I just don't like the heat. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um okay, well so the gayest thing about me this week is getting my second monkeypox shot and mm-hmm. Kyle. Mm. Hey Kyle. Hey Mike. Please cut my arm off. <laughs> just just cut my arm off. But
1: you need that for hand
0: jobs. It is so itchy. Is it? it is so You said that so yesterday itchy. too. It
1: stayed as is it, it it's is getting better? It
0: is not better at oh, all. Man. It is itchy as fuck and I hate it. Anyway, but second monkeypox shot is my gayest uh Hmm. the 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 strangest of the week though is i went to the gym this morning and i had the hot trainer dakota and when dakota was like what's that in your arm i was immediately like oh i know i think i got bit by a spider
1: what you (laughs) lied about (laughs) monkeypox michael johnson i know i know i know i know i don't know i don't know his
0: i don't know his i don't know his agenda okay the straight agenda the feared straight agenda i'm pretty sure he's straight i'm pretty
1: sure um he's a male trainer named Dakota he's definitely done gay porn oh,
0: my g- <laughs> great <laughs> also if he were gay he would have known what it was
1: oh that's true but then you could have said it's a monkey box shot and then he can't say anything about like
0: and then his shirt fell off <laughs> and then his shirt fell off into my mouth and i
1: rolled around in it for a while <laughs>
0: oh god that is that's it uh a uh special special thank you to monty hall i sure gay gay gamblers i don't know
1: um to tipsy mcstumbles Thanks, for tipsy. requesting this episode um send us your episode ideas we 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 keep a list and we look through it and come up with ideas so thank you Tipsy mcstumbles
0: <laughs> you don't have to be a get richer we just
1: won't Prioritize. Oh, one. yeah, no, we'll take it way <laughs> farther away after you've forgotten that you have requested the episode. We yeah. may do it. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um Also, thank you to the following Super Gap Bridgers John Crowley, Steve, Stephen Porch, Joe Stilsel, Harry Stahl, Josh Copeland, Jonathan Montanus, Forrest Nail, Patrick Martin, James Barrow, Steve Douglas, Explosive Lasagna, Just Jamie, Kevin Henderson, Donald Linsky, T- Thomas B., Dusty a Coleman, Chris Cratchitorians, and Jerome
0: York. That's it. This has been Gayish from the Chris Ketchatorian Studios. I'm Mike Johnson.
1: I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. Bet on me. Coming bet out. Bet on me in the future.
0: <laughs> Sexually obsessed with gambling. Jackpot and just starts coming. Coming.